there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to Think Hope Podcast. I'm your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I am here to facilitate your journey of hope. On today's episode, we're going to answer the question, what is hope and why do we need it? And I believe that is a wonderful question to ask and to continue to know the answer to it. What is hope? What is this hope that we're talking about? Because sometimes we can talk about a a particular subject such as hope or concept and We say, well, we say hope, and in our mind, we're thinking one thing, but someone else could be thinking something else. And, you know, we always hear when people talk, they'll say, well, I'm not talking about that that little uh, Pollyanna hope or wishful thinking. So it's it's really good to, to step back and say, okay, what is hope and why do we need it? According to the survival rule of three, in three weeks, you need food. Within three days, you need water. Within three hours, you need shelter. Within three minutes, you need air. Within three seconds, you need hope. And out of all of those things, and we're talking of this is a survival rule of three that is out there, and and uh, it's it's been you know used for many many years now, where uh, where people begin to look at the survival of of a person and and human beings and what it takes to live, just the bare necessities, and to see the importance of hope. Three seconds, you need hope. So that's why we need to step back and say, okay, what is hope? So just to start off, I would like to say that hope is essentially the belief and expectation that something good will occur. We like to say it's the pregnant expectation. It's a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And Mothers in Crisis, we've just launched our survey of hope where we will survey people from all walks of life throughout the year. So that's why I say April is the National Month of Hope, but when April goes away and we move into May, it doesn't stop the hope train, as we call it. It's going to continue to move forward. And what we're doing as a hopeologist, uh, one of the things that, that, that I do is I study hope. And so we have launched this survey of hope through Mothers in Crisis, and we actually we kicked it off on Saturday at a local park where we went out and we were talking to people and asking them four questions, four questions. And those questions are, number one, what is hope? And we ask them to just say in your own words. You don't have to go and pull out your smartphone and look in the dictionary. But what is hope? Number two, what brings you hope? Or makes you hopeful? Number three, what are some things that zap your hope or make you feel hopeless? And number four, think about the last time you felt hopeful. How was it? What was the experience like when you felt hopeful? And so we we kicked it off on Saturday, 
and we were out and we talked to many people uh, in the park and just randomly was asking them that question. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to share uh, three. We're going to share three as a sample of, of the responses that we received on the show tonight. And we also uh, put it out there online through Survey Monkey, <laughs> you know, the monkey survey that they have out there. And we've been getting responses from that. And uh, and so I, I just encourage each and every one of you, if you have not already uh, taken, this, taken the survey, answered the questions, uh, I encourage you to do so. The information is, is on this particular website. You can also find it on makeahopeconnection.com or think-hope.com. And just, and just click. It only takes about three minutes to, uh, to answer the questions. And uh, because what we're going to do, we're going to compile all this data and come next year, next April, when we celebrate the next uh, National Month of Hope, and we'll certainly be taking it to another level because I know every year is going to uh, get bigger and better. This was a pioneering year, and when you first start something, it's always just like that seed. And I told someone on one of the radio shows that uh, that I was interviewed, I said, I feel like I'm John the Baptist. I'm one crying out in the wilderness, <laughs> but but the voice is carrying and people are catching on and 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 by the time we get to next year I'm sure we'll have more and more participants and and every year as they say every round will go, will go higher and higher but what I'm going to do on next year I'll be able to release all the findings of 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 what people had to say uh through this Mothers in Crisis survey of hope and I'm going to start now I'll be releasing them as we go along because because America is facing a hope crisis, and I can't say that enough. America is facing a hope crisis. Uh, one of the main indicators uh, is the suicide rate, and the suicide rate is up by 24% between the years of 1999 and 2014, according to the Center for Disease Control and, and Prevention. And they're up for both males and females. And the disturbing number to me was the fact of the the age group for girls or or the, the female age group was girls, 10 through 14. So we're talking about babies. And like I say about these statistics, and you can go out there and find it out, uh, contact the Center for Disease Control or look it up online, and you'll see those numbers and the breakdowns and everything. And to me, that's just one indicator that, that we are facing a hope crisis. And so many times uh, we 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 are we're living with people. We're we're sometimes in the family, maybe on the job, maybe you know out in the community or in the even in churches and synagogues. And and people are really going through some things, and we don't even know it. And to the point where they would take their own lives, because that's ultimate uh, sign of hopelessness, total despair. Where you say, "Well, I might as well leave here. There's no reason to live." And unfortunately, many people see that as an option. So that's one of the reasons, one of the fires of, of the passion that is burning within me to uh, to turn this around we're going to turn this around 
And I just believe that uh, having a whole month of April as a national month of hope is a is is one way. It's a good sign we're we're heading in the right direction. But we're got to but we must keep this going. We must keep it going because what we're encouraging people to do uh, through the challenge uh, this month and beyond is number one to think hope, and then and then number two to make hope connections. Think hope and make hope connections, and and it may seem simple, but it's so very profound because I have been challenged this month, and it's really helped me because, you know, we have these same old tapes, as I say, that will play over and over in your mind about certain things, and sometimes they're just on a loop. And they're in there. They come from the unconscious realm, and they'll just begin to to come across your mind those thoughts and everything. But this month, since we've been intentionally learning how to think hope and encouraged to think hope, I've been applying it. And I'm telling you, I've had so many so many um, good outcomes as a result of telling myself, no, I'm not going to think that way. No, I'm going to erase that tape. I'm going to cancel that loop and I'm going to replace it with hope because hope tells me that no matter what is going on, I'm expecting something good is going to occur. And it, and I always remember that hope is future-oriented. So things are going to turn. That's what we believe about this hope crisis. We have hope for the hope crisis, that we're going to turn this around and we're going to see those those statistics go down and we're going to see a hopeful world. Imagine a hopeful world. And uh, another way that we've been that we've been encouraging to think hope is through hope thoughts. Yes, I've been uh, posting and sending out hope thoughts for the whole month, and now we're you know we're halfway through the month, and and pretty much every day except for the first day. The first day was the, our launch day where we launched the balloons and everything, and I didn't send out a hope thought, but every day since then. Uh, I've been sending out a hope thought. As a matter of fact, the hope thought for today is this, never give up. <laughs> hope says never give up. And uh, and I'm telling you, I've been getting so many, so many good responses from the hope thoughts. I even had someone to tell me today, text me today and say, well, hey, how about make a uh, making a hope calendar. We had a little hope chat, and she was encouraging me to to put all the the because I have a I have a photo of me with the thought bubble with the hope thought in it. And she was saying you should just put that out there uh, for a calendar because it you know it it'll be very inspiring. And and uh, she said she liked my the photos. And so I told her I said wow I hadn't thought about that. I said well you know what that is something I would definitely look into a hope calendar. And especially if we could uh, create it and then uh, be able to maybe even get give it give it away for donations so that we can help support the hope movement. So so all of these type of things, whenever you uh, whenever you begin to think hope, that's the thing that's so powerful about thinking hope. It, it can take you to so many creative places. And and you will find solutions, and you will find things that 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 you you've never even thought about. Whenever you change your your way of thinking, you renew your mind, and you begin to 
Think hope instead of despair. Think hope instead of negativity. Think hope instead of what's happening all around you. So we're very excited and very, very much encouraged by that. So what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to play a recording uh, from Saturday whenever we uh, launched the Mothers in Crisis Survey of Hope. And uh, I'm going to share from Claudia Anderson the conversation that we had with her uh, on Saturday. And uh, now we're talking about the Mothers in Crisis Survey of Hope. It's very interesting. So listen up to her responses, and then we'll come back and and then uh, we'll share a little bit more as we go. And then also I want you to be thinking out there, those of you that are live, listening live and on the line, and you can join the conversation, just just press 1, and uh, and I'll bring you in, and we can, we can hear what you have to say about hope and what is hope and what brings you hope and, and, uh, and also what zaps your hope because that's very important as well. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and play uh, Hope Survey of Claudia Anderson. Mothers in Crisis Survey of Hope, as a hopeologist, one of the things that I do is I study hope and I also spread hope, and I believe that we can change the world through hope. That's one of the reasons why we're excited about this National Month of Hope. And uh, so that's, that's why I'm doing this survey, just to see where people, you know, people talk about hope. So I'm going to ask you these questions, and just so that we can get them, get them on camera, videotape. Uh, just answer them in your own words, okay? Uh, okay. What's your name? Juanita. Juanita. I know Juanita. Y'all already told Juanita. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's part of Hope Squad. So, yeah. <laughs> so in your own words, uh, what is hope? My hope is the Lord. Because without Him, I would be nothing. I wouldn't have anything. And my hope starts and ends with the Lord because I stand in on His promises that He'll never leave me, He'll never forsake me. All right, all right. So what brings you hope or makes you hope? The Lord and His promises. Every time I think about Jesus and I think about this wonderful world and I think about everything that He's done for me, mm-hmm. I can't help but to feel wonderful and, and hopeful. Anytime that I feel sad or I want to get discouraged, all I have to do is think about the goodness of the Lord, think about what He's done for me, how I didn't deserve it, and how He kept making a way for me out of no way. Right. That is awesome. So what zaps your hope or makes you feel a little hopeless? When I try to handle things on my own, (laughs) when Claudia tries to take over and not wait on the Lord and not stay in his will and in his way, and when I become a cussing Christian Uh and get mad and get angry and forget about the Lord and not wait and be patient and let him handle things and work them out um, perfectly and in order. Okay. And last but not least, um, how do you, when you feel hope, when you are hopeful, what is it? What's the experience like? Unexplainable peace, undeniable joy that um, you can't buy, you can't, you can't draw it out, you can't write it out. It's just something that you have to experience for yourself. And it's something, like I was telling Juanita, it is something that my grandmother told me about, my mother told me about, but I didn't fully understand it until I experienced it for myself. All right, all right. Well, thank you so much. And we have uh, here, come on around here, uh, Juanita, so you can get in this uh, this this camera, this picture, and, and uh, video as well, because we really appreciate.
appreciate Claudia, and we really appreciate here. Stand right here. We really appreciate her uh, for taking the time to share this. This is this is going to go all across the the nation because it is the <laughs> National Month of Hope. And so this is a T-shirt that we wanted to give you for uh, for helping us out. And then we also have. Uh, we have lots of goodies. We have one of my books, as long as it's pressing your body there, Hope. That's right. And we have a Hope stress ball. So Wonderful. you can just squeeze Thank it anytime you, you are so getting much. a little, feel like you need a little more hope. Just squeeze the ball or throw it up Thank and get you. some hope. And uh, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you, too. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to hug you because <laughs> the Lord is blessing you. And you just don't know, like I tell my kids, you don't know what kind of day somebody's having just by looking at somebody. You don't know what they're going through, and just a mere smile, yes. just a smile at somebody can give somebody hope, take somebody who might be on the edge and put them back That's right. in the right place. All right, all right. You were listening to uh, Claudia Anderson. She was one of the young ladies that we were able to talk to uh, as we launched the Mothers in Crisis Survey of Hope and it was raw footage because we, as that's why you heard the background noises, because we were out there uh, at the park, Cascade Park here in, in Tallahassee, Florida. And uh, it, it was a lot going on because <laughs> it was a beautiful day, just gorgeous day. And so it was a lot of people out in the park and they had different jazz concerts going on. And, and, uh, and so we picked a spot. And we decided that we were going to launch the survey and begin to uh, talk to people. Now, everyone that we talked to did not uh, want to be recorded, but everyone answered. And you could you could take the quiz uh, or survey uh, anonymously, or if you'd like to uh, to share and 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 be videotaped, we can do that too. So. Um, it, it was a really good conversation that we had with uh, with Claudia, and and I see uh, Juanita Hope Squad member Juanita Thompson. I see your hand raised. I'm going to go ahead and bring you in because you brought Claudia uh, to me to be able to take this uh, to get it videotaped. Hello, uh, Juanita, are you there? Yes. Hello, Dr. Tompkins. How are you? I'm doing very well. Did that bring back memories? Yes. From Saturday. <laughs> yes. Had a marvelous time. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. Yes, I I had a marvelous time talking with Miss Claudia. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you. How did it feel, uh, you know, just being out there and asking people and and talking to them about uh, about hope? It felt. It felt really good, and it was also giving me hope as well as we interact, as I was interacting with them and everything. And um, they were so pleasant and so polite, and we just giving each other hope. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I really like what she said at the end when she said, you just never know. No matter how how they look, because she, you know, she looked very, very, very nice looking young lady, very well put together, and uh, understand um, from from what she told us, she's a pastor's wife, and you know, have a lot of things that's going on for her that we didn't know, and and because we're just randomly talking to people, but as she said, you just never know what someone is going through. And that's why what we're doing is so important and what we're encouraging people to do in terms of the hope connections and having these hope chats because it makes all the difference in the world, wouldn't you say? Yes. 
Yes, Dr. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, since I got you on the line, you haven't officially uh, taken the quiz, so I'm going to go ahead and ask you these questions, and, and you just share from your heart uh, what you think about um, uh, about hope and these four questions, of answering these four questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, question number one, what is hope in your own words and thoughts? Um, hope to me is things going to get better no matter what is going on. It's the future. No matter what my present situation is or circumstances at this time, that I know it's going to get better. Yes, okay. And what brings you hope or makes you hopeful? No, the Lord, the living hope. He gives me hope. All right. And uh, what are some things that zap your hope or make you feel hope, hopeless or less hope? Disencouragement, disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I think it's going to work out one way, but it turns out another way. Very can be very disappointing. Yes, yes. And I want you to think about the last time you felt hopeful. What was the experience like? Joy, peace, and especially my innermost being. That no matter what was going on at that time, I grabbed home the hope, and it took me a little higher. Mhm. Great. Well, very good, very good, very good. Thank you for sharing because that's one of the things. As we are, as you say, as we are asking others, then we want to be able to to answer the questions ourselves, and it's something that that is not just a one-time thing because um, life is very fluid, and we go through many things. Um, can you think of something? I know you said when you feel frustrated. Can you think of something in particular that has uh, that has recently zapped your ho- your hope that you'd like to share? Yes, yeah, sometimes a, a person can be with a relationship, our spouses. Mhm, mhm. What's going on in the marriage at that time? Right, right, right. Yeah, those are those. That's a biggie. That's a biggie. Relationship uh, issues and and uh, and so learning about how to think hope and and uh, overcome that and 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 get to that hopeful place is 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 very helpful, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's life changing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Juanita. I tell you, we certainly appreciate all that you're doing and and I'm going to play now uh another uh another clip or ep- a little clip from Saturday whenever uh I spoke with Dr. Sandra Thompson, another person that you brought over and uh that you did the hope uh survey with. So thanks once again and just uh just remain hopeful and, and keep thinking hope. All right. Thank you, Dr. Tompkins. All right. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play this uh this clip from the conversation that I had with uh Claudia Anderson as she took the hope survey uh while we were at the park. Mothers in Christ, a survey of hope as a hopeologist. One of the things that I do is I study hope and I also spread hope, and I believe that we can change the world through hope. That's one of the reasons why we're excited about this National Month of Hope. And uh, so that's, that's why I'm doing this survey, 
is to see where people, you know, people talk about hope. So I'm going to ask you these questions and just so that we can get them uh, in the camera, videotape. Uh, just answer them in your own words, okay?
and uh and and as you can see we had our goodies so not only were we uh asking uh for people to share their thoughts about hope and answer these four questions we were also giving out uh t-shirts and stress balls and books and and you know just just different ways just to continue to uh share and 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 bring hope it's just ways of bringing hope. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk. We're going to take a little break, a poetry break, and we're going to come back and continue to talk about uh, some of the things that Sandra uh, shared. And also we can hear from some of the Hope Squad members or anyone that is that is live. If you've called in and you'd like to uh, share, uh, answer the questions uh, about hope, then, um, then just just press one, and I'll bring you on in, and uh, we can talk to you as well. So we're going to take a little break, and I'm going to share a poem entitled "My Baby Girl," and and this is also uh, Poetry Month, the National Month of Poetry, or uh, National Poetry Month, as well as the National uh, Month of Hope. So, and as in honor of that as well, and also because I love poetry and I am a poet. Uh, I'm going to share the poem, My Baby Girl. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. James 1, verse 17. My baby girl. When you came into my world, my life was a mess, and you know that. You showed up on the scene all sparkling and clean. You were just what I needed to help me really believe that it was time to take stock of my life. You see, prior to your arrival, I was living like a wild girl caught in the cycle of addiction. Baby girl, you taught me conviction. All of a sudden, I had another to think about other than myself. It was through my love for you that Christ's love finally shined through the muck and mire of my life. Love for my baby girl. You changed my world with one smile and a cry. Even the diapers that I would dry helped me to see life through different eyes. I had purpose and destiny lying in my lap before me as I dreamed of you and I taking life by storm wrapped in the capable arms of our Father who is in heaven. So, as you live your life and grow, please always know that I was your first life's mission. Mission accomplished, baby girl. Thank you for changing my world. say my daughter I wrote that about my daughter Janar and uh, she was my baby of hope because when she came along God really used her to bring hope in my life and and for my future not only my future but now our future so every time and I tell you I've shared this poem over the years many times and I've also included it in my latest book nimble anointed words in power or in awe but every time I hear it or I share it, it always touches me in a deep place because it means so much to me 
um, that my daughter means so much to me, and it meant so much to me that God sent her to me because she became that catalyst for my change and my deliverance. So uh, I'm so I'm so pleased and, and just delighted to be able to share that with you on this Think Hope podcast. If you'd like to join in on some of the things that we are doing here uh, through Mothers in Crisis and through this whole HOPE initiative and become a citizen of HOPE, if you're not already a citizen of HOPE, I just want to say a big uh, shout out and thank God for all of our citizens of HOPE. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a blessing for to have you uh, to 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 be a supporter and not only uh, a hope giver but also a hope receiver. Because as as Juanita said, you can't give it without receiving it back. So thank you once again. But if you're not a citizen of hope and you have been thinking about joining, go ahead and do it today. Go to makeahopeconnection.com or think-hope.com, and in any of the tabs that you click on, you'll see it off to the right where it says Become a Hope Universe Citizen. Just click on that tab, and and sure enough, it'll take you right through the process. And we will certainly be happy to give you a hope packet and welcome you into this whole big initiative as we are moving forward in hope. So what I'm going to do now is share the last uh, clip from Saturday as we uh, conducted a HOPE survey. And this time it was one that I that I pretty much uh, called over because I know him and many of you, especially if you're in the local area or the state of Florida, uh, North Florida region, you will recognize this voice because it's none other than Mayor Pro Tem Curtis Richardson, uh, the city commissioner, he's also mayor pro tem now. He was once uh, in the House of Representatives, and he's been a long-time uh, supporter of, of community initiatives and also a servant, a, a a community servant in the various roles, political roles that he has um, that he has been uh, blessed to occupy, and now he's the mayor pro tem. He just happened to be walking in the park, and as you guys can hear, it was very, it was a beautiful day. It was windy, though, and uh, the wind felt good because it made it cooler (laughs) in Florida. It gets kind of hot, you know, but um, so that's what you, that's what you hear blowing, but I just wanted to share with you from these, uh, these powerful Hope Survey answers so that you can get a feel for, for what people are saying out there when we're asking these questions questions through the Mothers in Crisis Survey on Hope. So without further ado, I'm going to share uh, the Hope Survey answers by uh, none other than Curtis Richardson. We are here in honor of the National Month of Hope, and I have a quick Hope Survey that I'm asking everybody, as a Hopeologist, one of the things that I do is I study hope, and I also spread hope and empower others with hope. So this free survey of hope is going to help us get an idea of where hope comes from and how people are feeling out there. Okay. And so I want to just go ahead and introduce yourself for this. Well, I'm Curtis Richardson, the mayor pro tem of the city of Tallahassee. All right. I tell you, and I tell you, he's also a really good friend. Yes. He's been a representative and and just really been uh, one that's helped the community for many, many years. Well, thank you. So I just wanted to just say thank you uh, on that behalf. So the first question is, what is hope? 
Well, I, I think hope is just a general positive feeling uh, about life uh, and what the future holds uh, for all of us. Okay, okay, okay. And what brings you hope or make you, makes you hope? Well, it's been my uh, faith in God all of my life. Uh, I was baptized as an early, at an early age and accepted God as my Lord and Savior and mm-hmm. have tried to live according to His Word all of my life. And yes. so knowing that He is in control of all of this uh-huh. uh, and that, that we are simply a part of His plan yes. uh, brings me hope because oh, right. I don't think that He will abandon us right. uh, and will always be there for us when we need it. Great, yes, that's awesome. And now what are some things that zap your hope or make you feel less hopeful? Well, a lot of the negativity in the world, particularly what's going on now politically, uh, the, the, uh, the diversion that's going on, uh, particularly when it comes to racism and sexism, yes. all the things that divide people in our country when what we should be doing is coming together and making this country be uh, as great as it possibly can. Yeah. So those are some of the things, and 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 then just uh, the hopelessness that yeah. you see uh, in some people who have just kind of given up on life, yeah. or life has given up on them. Uh, that those kinds of things tend to zap my yeah. hope. Yeah. But yeah. but when that happens, again, I just turn to God and ask mm-hmm. Him uh, to work His. Uh, magic in my life as he always does and, and it seems to clear it right away right away and then how do you feel when that happens I, I feel much better <laughs> I feel that that, that yeah. I can take the blessings that he has given me and go out uh, and work on behalf of people uh, in the community who may not have the resources that I have mm-hmm. to give them a voice yeah. uh, as to how this community should be for them Right, right. Well, good, good. Well, thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. We certainly appreciate everything. It. And we have a, a, a gift that we'd like to give you for participating. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, we have a, a, a ball. We have a special ball. <laughs> we want to give you, you a passing jersey and, uh, and a bracelet. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So we really appreciate you taking the time to stop thank by you. and sharing hope. We're going we're gonna to put this all around the nation. Because this is National Month of Hope, and uh, as a hopeologist, uh, we are encouraging people to think hope and make hope connections. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bless you. All right. That was none other than uh, Curtis Richardson, who's mayor pro tem for the city of Tallahassee. And, uh, And one of the things that really struck me about the ones that, came over to be recorded, uh, and then also the other one says, I was looking through, and I can just read you some of the uh, the answers. One person uh, who is uh, we said that hope is expecting something you haven't seen yet, and uh, what, brings, uh, what brings them hope is uh, past experiences to expect positive things. Um, what are some of the things that zap your hope? And, and according to Zoe, it's being in the moment. And uh, that when then when she experienced hope, um, it was joy. It was joy. So so these are the, some of the, the 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 answers that we're getting. I can't wait to just be able to compile all this together and and to to come up with the. Uh, 
the hope report. <laughs> that will be the true hope report whenever we can uh, compile it together throughout the year and just see uh, where people are when it comes to hope. And then that's going to help us to determine what we can do in order to, uh, to, to, to turn this around, to turn this hope crisis around. So I see uh, another Hope Squad member. I saw my husband, Kwame's hand raised in queue. So I'm going to bring you in. Hello. Hello, Kwame. Hi, dear. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So what have you been thinking about this conversation so far? It Well, my first um, thought is it's refreshing to um, hear the, the, from a diverse group of people uh, the consistency of, of, mm-hmm. of their perspective of, of hope and hopefulness and hopelessness. Mhm 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 and you you also took the survey you did you took it online to, through the survey monkey and so I'm going to ask you to share your answers with us for the think hope podcast so the first one is what is hope well uh hope um hope is an interesting development for me in in that I look at it from where I am now as as a born again believer and mm-hmm. i look back on my life and i can tell you that the distinguishing uh, uh factor is 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 my belonging to christ it is the distinguishing mm-hmm. factor which which now when when you ask the question what do i think uh, uh what is hope what is hope yes yes what is hope it it is it is taking the long view that Christ gives me, which is death, there's purpose and destiny for me in him. And I didn't have that before. And as long as I keep my focus on him and his sacrifice for me, everything else becomes uh, secondary. There's no hopelessness. There is only hope regardless of the situation. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing, and I certainly appreciate that, and and also for being a part of this Christ Vision Tribe Hope Squad as we continue to move forward sharing hope. Thank you, dear. My privilege. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to bring in, uh, I see Millie Poulos. Hi, Millie, a Hope Squad member. I see your hand is raised there. How are you? Good evening, Dr. Tompkins. Wow, thank you. Well, you know, I wanted to ask you uh, very uh, uh, briefly here, um, how did you feel? You were actually out there in the park, and you brought in many surveys, but none of your people wanted to be video uh, recorded. But you did bring in uh, many surveys that I'm reading through, and I'm, you know, I've been enjoying some of the uh the comments that I that I saw here, one of the ladies said that that they feel elation whenever uh, they uh, whenever they experience hope, excited, joy, and then someone else uh, it said they experience calmness. So, how did you feel as you were as you were t- giving the survey out and and talking to people? 
Well, I felt hopeful, even though I got no's on the recording. I said, this ain't (laughs) over. This ain't over. I'm going to get some recordings. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, that's okay because, because really, like I said, even what we do online is anonymous. So it's just a matter of getting the data. They don't have to come on because, listen, what we encourage people to do is that's how you're going to get your uh, hope goodies, the T-shirts and books and, and balls and everything. But but um, but how well, how did the people respond to you, though? I mean, what was the response, especially since they didn't make it over to the video? Well, you know, they were willing, you know, and, and I didn't try to make them feel bad when they didn't want to, though, even in my head was, you're missing out. <laughs> yes. But, um, well, thank you so response, much. Yes, go ahead. Their response were hopeful, so I, I was glad to get them, and it's not over yet. Thank you so much, That's Dr. Right. Tompkins. That's right. We're just beginning. We're just beginning. And thank you. Thank you. I tell you, it has certainly been a wonderful, wonderful show today as we are continuing to talk about what is hope and why do we need it to live. And I believe we pretty much answered that question today through the various uh, uh, conversations that we've had centered around the four questions from the Mothers in Crisis Survey of Hope. Stay tuned to next week's Speak Hope podcast. Come back again. We'd love to have you be a part of what we're doing. Go to makeahopeconnection.com to find out more information. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Hope.